fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Thursday show, starter sit for the AFC home games. There are seven of them. And actually, there's eight one tonight. We previewed the Pittsburgh-Carolina game on Wednesday show. And Wednesday show did not have Dave Richard, but today's show does. Dave Richard! Yay! Here I am. All right. Everybody's excited. You guys are headed up to New York tonight for the Friday night tailgate. That's that's cool. Um, I hope you are able to watch the game on the plane. hope so, too, because I have to do a CBS Sports HQ hit when I land. Yeah. So good luck. It'd be it'd be conducive to having seen the game. I will not. This actually probably might be the this might be the best Thursday night game we get all year, at least like on paper going in. And uh, I will not be able to watch it, unfortunately. I'll Why? Tonight is my brother's engagement party. Can this, you believe it? This weekend is my brother's bachelor party. Can you believe that? A weekend of watching people drink. What are you doing? We're like playing football, going to the batting cages, getting dinner, like kind of sporty, hanging so out. So he's having a ten year old birthday party. Uh yeah, we're going we're going to the to um gymnastics. Uh what else do the ten year olds do? We're getting pizza nice. and Ninja Turtles cake. All right, let's move on. Uh <laughs> we uh we'll take your emails today, fantasy football at CBS. I, I have a question in regards to your brother. When he did the show, it was on Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Where did he do it from? Orlando. Orlando. Because yeah. I believe the PlayStation Theater, somebody was asking me this, used to be in the Nickelodeon studios. Oh, well, that is in Times Square where you guys will be tomorrow night. More on that in a second. All season long, CBS Sports is delivering the best fantasy football advice directly through the Google Assistant. You'll be able to compare players and get insights into who to start, sit, add, and drop. And we're going to turn to Dave, Jamie, and Heath today to find out how this works. we got a wide receiver comparison coming up later. Here's the ridiculousness of the day. Des Bryant is owned in 75% of leagues. Uh-huh. Why is it ridiculous? People are excited about him. You can't ask me that, Jamie, because yesterday I asked you if you were interested in picking him up, and you you and Heath both said only in your deeper leagues. 75% of leagues. That's feels, not ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Well, now there's news. But we knew he was going to sign. No, Cam Meredith is out. Cam Meredith. <laughs> he can have all of Cam Meredith's targets. <laughs> you don't think that's too high? I don't think it matters. I, I, mean, I, I think people are excited to speculate on Des Bryant. Just because we don't want to do it doesn't mean that it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah, some, I, I don't know where it was. that Maybe it was you you asked this yesterday. Was his ownership? Was that the question you asked? What's his ownership be? I don't know if I asked that. I definitely asked, on, I asked um, in which leagues are you looking to pick maybe up? Maybe it was one of the HQ episodes we did. Um, and I think it was at 49%. I said 65%. Oh, I, Seems about I right. think that's too high. And isn't this par for the course? Like any time a player who was once great in fantasy comes back to being an option in fantasy, people rush to get him. Didn't we just see Jamal Charles get like 35% ownership yeah. in the drop of a hat just because he signed with Jacksonville? All right, bold prediction. Well, first of all, bold prediction. I don't think Heath is going to speak on today's show. He already have, has. You, have you spoken yet? I've laughed. Oh, okay. I cackled when you said he was at 75% ownership. Oh, right. That's right. Uh, bull prediction, he's the most dropped player in fantasy next week, or at least top five. I, I would like to run through some wide receivers in uh-huh. that same ownership range. He's more owned than Traquan Smith, by the way. Traquan Smith is 69% owner. Nice. Owned. Not nice when Des Bryant's 70. Um, I mean, he'd be, he might be better than Traquan Smith. Allen Robinson, 75 yeah, I'd rather have Robinson. Um, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, both at 62, 63. Um, you know what? Mike Williams is a good comparison. I bet you he's Mike Williams. Right, so what he, do you expect from Des Bryant? Like DJ Moore, catches. 54. He's touchdown dependent. Christian Kirk, 47. I oh, wrote, Kirk for sure. I wrote it up yesterday and trying to find, like, what could he be? And the upside I found was 15% of the team's targets, which would basically be five targets per game. I think that's right on. And that would, at his career averages, which I think is generous based on what he, we saw from him last year, would be about three catches for 42 yards per game on average. Sure. And then you hope he scores. He's Ben Watson. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Without the tight end eligibility. Ben Watson, by the way, has some of the best playoff matchups among tight ends. Doesn't matter We'll no. tell you later. It doesn't matter. No. I mean, I just don't really expect much of an impact from a guy. If he were so good, he would have been signed by now. You're talking about a team that has, believe it or not, one of the worst wide receiver situations in the NFL. They have one guy and then basically nobody else. They signed him in Week 10. 
Um, all right, we'll see. We'll see. Wait, who, well, what's the money? Whoa, the Saints have one of the worst wide receiver situations in the NFL? After their number one. I mean, in terms of depth, yes. I don't think Traquan's a bad number two. Gets well, three the catches do. a game. I mean, they, they have bad depth at wide receiver. I think if, maybe, maybe I exaggerated, yes. but that's fair to say. Because, like, the, the Jets. The I think Traquan becomes their slot receiver, and Dez plays on the outside. Michael Thomas will line up in the slot a decent amount, too, but that's what you're going to see. Let's take a look at some interesting rankings here in Fantasy Week 10. All right, Matt Ryan on the road at Cleveland. And this will be, the, I think, the last game we preview today, so we'll talk about it a little bit right now. Um, he's four. He's top four for you guys. Second for Heath, fourth for Dave and Jamie. Um, I guess it's a little surprising based on, I think we, we had kind of uh, tempered expectations last week for Matt Ryan at Washington. He had a huge game. He was great. But Cleveland's been kind of a quarterback killer. So top four. Banged up Matt secondary, Ryan. though. Oh, they're secondary. Really banged up secondary. Really? They, just, they just signed two guys up the street. They signed Philip Gaines. So Ward's not going to play? It's not looking like it as of now. All right. From what I understand, Thursday's practice is going to be a big deal for him. And so Randall's banked up, too. That's the gist of it, is the secondary? Yeah, Randall will play, but that's not going to scare me into sitting Matt Ryan. No, but it just is another piece. They did sign uh, the kid that got uh, ejected from the Packers and cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, then. Second one. Joe Mixon, top 12, at least in PPR. Uh, it, like, it's obviously... You're going to start Joe Mixon. But do you guys have some Mixon fears? What do you think? Yeah. I think he'll, you know, like Gurley had a bad game by Gurley standards. Mixon will have a bad game by Mixon standards, but still good enough that you're starting. They have to lean on him without A.J. Green there. I do expect he gets more work in the passing game. Yep. I hope he does. Right. Now, what's Giovanni Bernard's status? He's Looks practicing. Like he's on track to play. Yeah, so, so you've got some things sort of conspiring against Joe Mixon, and you think about the bad That'll game. That'll hurt Mixon? A little I, bit. I don't know. Didn't really earlier this season. They, They'll take a couple catches off of Mixon's plate. So what I'm saying, they have some things conspiring against Mixon. And you think about the Kansas City game that he had, which was, I think, his worst game of the year, and they got blown out. Um, but the Saints, unlike Kansas City, the Saints have the best run defense in football probably, at least one of the best. Um, they could run up the score a little bit without A.J. Green. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought that was an interesting one. You guys have a lot of faith in Joe Mixon, ranking him top 10 in non-PPR and top 12 in PPR. Uh, no running back has rushed for 70 yards against the Saints yet. They allow 3.1 yards per carry. And since it is the last game we'll get to, why don't I pick one more player from the Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta Cleveland game? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Calvin Ridley this week? Again, it's because of the matchup against a banged up Cleveland secondary. Um, I and and I I think that'll help Calvin Ridley. And I think the way that the Falcons use him. There's two ways. One on deep targets, which they tried to get him going with last week. His first three targets were all deep, and he just he couldn't come up with them. But then they started pelting pelting him with shorter targets, and he broke away from one of the he broke away on one of the catches. Had a long catch and run for a touchdown. I think that's what you're looking for from Calvin Ridley. I like him as a number two receiver this week, but toward the low end. All right, let me promote a few things before we move on. It's Thursday. That means you can help feed the hungry if you sign up on Sportsline.com. Go to Sportsline.com slash join. For every new subscriber we sign up, we are donating 12 meals to the hungry. It's a very, very very cool initiative. Please uh, help us out at Sportsline.com slash join. CBS Sports HQ, 24-7 streaming sports coverage. I'm watching it right now on a TV in this room, and it is great. They are looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers and their four-game winning streak, and I am learning that they have won the past five meetings against the Steelers. Also the Panthers. Against Panthers, yes. They always beat the Panthers, not the Steelers. Uh, now I'm also looking at Pete Prisco's power rankings. Great information. Just check it out. Download the CBS Sports app on your over-the-top device and start watching CBS Sports HQ. And tomorrow night is the Friday night tailgate where Dave, Jamie, and Heath will be there along with many other CBS Sports personalities along with some good food and some good drinks and some good people. So come check it out. Go to CBSSportsTailgate.com to learn more about it. Schedule of the day. Andrew Luck's next five games are against teams that are in the top eight in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. So five of the best eight uh, defenses against quarterbacks. Uh, What does that mean to you? And not all of them are legit, like Miami. But Jacksonville twice. Tennessee? I don't know. Maybe they're legit. How is Tennessee in that list? They're top eight. Uh, Miami and at Houston. So that's a. I can't imagine there's a quarterback that on paper has a tougher upcoming schedule than Andrew Luck. Not that we 
necessarily buy all the matchups as bad, but it's Jacksonville, Tennessee, Miami, all at home, at Jacksonville, at Houston. We're going to find out real quick if Jacksonville's bad or not. They're, they're good so far. Well, I mean, Carson Wentz beat him up pretty good. He did, at 27 so we'll fantasy see. points. We'll, look, well, Luck's coming in this game having not been sacked in 15 straight quarters. Offensive line's been playing great. He's getting as healthy a receiving core as he's had all season. And running back situation, too. I mean, you know, has he had a game this year where everybody's been healthy? Was it last one? I guess yeah. so. Yeah, what was week one like? Doyle huh? and Mac. Week one? Was Mac healthy? Mac was out. Oh, that's, oh, you're including Mac. I guess then it would be the last, last game. Last game, played. right? I mean, did they have Ryan Grant? Does that even matter? No, but I'm talking about like Hilton, the two tight ends, Mac, throw in Rodgers if you want to. Throw in the offensive line. Offensive line healthy. I mean, yeah. this, this is, they're poised to make a run. I'm not batting an eyelash over your schedule of the week. Yeah, it, and that's the thing. It's like he, well, he, I, Andrew I, Luck is now at the point when the Colts' offense maybe is at the point where we don't really care about matchups. They're one no, of the best it, offenses, it's going right? to be fun. Like I, I, you're starting Andrew Luck in most cases. Like I think some people, myself included, and I got this on a couple radio shows this morning. Fitzpatrick or Luck, and I think Fitzpatrick has a higher ceiling against his matchup than Luck does in his matchup. That being said, though. If you don't have to make a transaction and Luck is your only quarterback coming off the bye week, you play him. But it would not surprise me if he has a mediocre game against Jacksonville because Jacksonville still has a good defense. Yeah. They did lose a pass rusher. I don't think Boye is going to play, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. That's, so, that's the true. pass rusher didn't matter because it was Fowler. He wasn't that big of a factor well, he's still part of their, their other guys. He's still part of their rotation, and that means more work for the other guys sure. that they could be tired in the fourth and quarter. And it does look like Boy is going to be out. Did you see how that went down at Doug Marone's press conference yesterday? No. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Marone was like, well, we're not sure if he's going to play. And a reporter was like, he told us he's out. And Marone was like, uh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to have to get back to you on that. That's news to me. Yeah. It's funny. But, yeah, him not being there definitely hurts their defense. Uh, okay, so Andrew Luck, I, we'll preview that game a little bit later. There's, there's a lot there. That's probably uh, one of the tougher starter sit games today, but he does have a tough schedule coming up, and we don't care. Uh, news and notes. So Leonard Fournette practiced in full. We think he goes, He's right? He's on track to play. Wonderful. Maybe. But in that uh, same game, the, the Jaguars will not have A.J. Boye, as we just mentioned. Marlon Mack was limited in practice, but we expect him to play as well. Sean Lee's out four to six weeks. They are at Philadelphia on Sunday night. Sean Fire Lee. up your Eagles running back. Well, they got they got better. <laughs> they got Sproles. They no, no, Sproles not playing. Oh, he's not playing. Yeah, he re-aggravated his hamstring injury. Oh, not that stinks. Yeah, well, uh, it's good for, for the other guys. I think Adams is a sneaky sleeper. Adams, yeah, I'd like to check his ownership. It's like 17%. Oh, yeah. You beat the waiver wire. Drop Des Bryant, pick up Josh Adams. I would co-sign that. <laughs> Sam Darnold is out with a foot injury. Josh McCown, 4% owned. A lot of people think it's a conspiracy theory. Which what do you mean? What? That Darnold did not get hurt in the game at all, and they want to sit him. Why? And this is their way to do it. Because uh, he's, he's terrible. Yeah. This, does, uh, this probably hurts the Bills' DST. It does. Um, McCown, look, McCown is not that bad of a fantasy quarterback. He hasn't been in the past. Last year, he had a seven-game stretch during which he averaged 24 fantasy points and six-point per passing touchdown league. He was... Almost like a must start. Yeah, I want to say that was one of our biggest debates last year. It was a Thursday night game. Jets Bills. Jets Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, was that that was a good Tyrod Taylor game, I believe. Yes, but I think it was also a good Josh McCown game too. Yeah, oh, I've got I've got your Josh McCown stat. Oh, please. Twenty three percent of his targets went to Robbie Anderson, who had eight hundred and forty eight yards and seven touchdowns in thirteen games. You know, it's funny when you, you said this yesterday. Uh, oh, Robbie Anderson time. He's hurt though. He's on, he's on the injury report again and not practicing. Come on, Robbie. Well, I, I, uh, he's 4% owned, Josh McCown. I picked him up in uh, Superflex League, and he's, he might be a little bit better than you oh, think. I'm going to check. I tried to pick him up in our 2QB league. You got him. I got him? Mm-hmm. Nice. How much did you bid on him? Twenty watts. You know, oh, you would have got him. I, I did not. I was going to pick him up, but the player I would have had to drop in a two-quarterback league was Jameis Winston. And I want to know if you guys think Jameis Winston's playing quarterback again this year. There's always a chance. Yeah, yeah. And plus, you know, it might be just a few games for uh, Josh McCown. Anyway. Uh, Here's a fun game for you. Who's played on more NFL teams, Josh McCown or Ryan Fitzpatrick? McCown. I'll say McCown. Ooh. Fitzpatrick's got five? I think he's got seven. And I think McCown's got eight. Let's play the feud. Top five players who have been on the most teams. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Who, the what's answer? the answer? McCown. Yeah. Eight to seven. Dave was right. Wow, dude. I said McCown, too. Finally got something no, right. No, read the numbers. Oh, nice. You, you guys are all right. So I knew yeah. the numbers. I just didn't say them. Doug Baldwin mispracticed with a groin injury. I didn't know the numbers, by the way. Uh, are we worried about Doug Baldwin playing? Been worried about Doug Baldwin playing since August. Yeah. Uh, it's a groin injury, though, not the knee. Khalil Mack okay, great. practiced in full. Rob Gronkowski and Sony Michelle were Doug limited. Doug Baldwin's like the, what, the operation game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to put the big red nose Pete, on him? Pete Carroll's got to figure out what's wrong with him. And every Touches time he leg. buzzes. And every time the thing buzzes, instead of getting mad, Pete Carroll smiles and goes, Ah, it's all right. You'll be fine. Do kids still play that game? <laughs> of course. Oh, they yeah. actually have one at uh, one of the Chuck E. Cheese's near our house. And it's a giant one. Like oh, a full-size arcade game. game. Yeah. Brewery game. Breweries have all kinds of games, and that's a popular one because it's fun oh. to play when yeah. you've had a couple of beers. And if you see Doug Baldwin out in public, just like run up to his knee and touch <laughs> it and see if you get electrocuted. All right, listen, uh, Gronkowski and Michelle were limited in practice. Are you ranking them? Yes. Sony, yes. Uh, Brock, yes. no. What they've said. Uh, and by the way, if you have any concerns, you play Mance McDonald or Greg Olson tonight. Not that many people have Olson and Gronk, but a lot of people probably have McDonald as a backup option to Gronk. I'd play, play Olson McDonald. over Gronk if Gronk was active. All right, listen. Uh, Gronkowski against the Titans. The Titans ha- allow the fewest fantasy points to tight ends. However, they've only faced one good tight end, and it was Zach Ertz, and he destroyed them. And I've got an answer to your why do the Titans rank so well against all these positions thing when we don't think they're actually good. They have had an easy schedule. They are the number one scoring defense in the NFL. Are they really? They've given up less points than any other team. They have had a pretty easy schedule. They've also though. played Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo. Yeah. They played New England, right? Dallas. Oh, no, they played New England they're this week. Pl- they're they, going they to play, play um, next they week. Played, they played, eh, they played a couple of good offenses. Chargers. I think they played the Chargers, right? In London. In London. Yep. They did pretty well, but no Melvin Gordon. All right, anyway, whatever. And don't feed the pigeons at something square. Trafalgar, I think it's pronounced. <laughs> You're wrong. I have no idea. Uh, on Johnson was limited with an ankle injury and Allen Robinson practiced in full. And do we expect either Chris Thompson or Jamison Crowder? No, no to both. Nope. Okay. Email of the day is from Mark hearing a lot of this, arguments. This, by the way, is the most depressed I've ever been for a team facing Tampa Bay. Oh, the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not going to be able to really take advantage. Although Maurice Harris, it's Maurice Harris time. Adam. Mo yeah. Harris. It's email of the day time from Mark. Hearing a lot of arguments about trade deadlines recently, when do you guys think the fantasy trade deadline should be for a standard 12-team leagues with playoffs beginning in week 13? All right, let's do it like what most people do, playoffs beginning in week 14. That's not his question. It's the email of the then day. We will, then we will, amend it, we'll amend it for Mark. But if your playoffs start in week 14, like everybody but Mark's, when should the trade deadline be? I think it depends on how many teams make the playoffs. Because I'm in leagues where four teams make the playoffs. I'm in leagues where six teams make the playoffs. And I have one league where eight teams make the playoffs. And in the league where eight teams make the playoffs, six and seven can get in. In the six teams, it's probably seven and six. The reason I'm saying this is I want to try to build this around. I don't want one in seven teams making trades because I don't like it when Jamie has to send many (laughs) emails to the whole league and embarrass people. And so. Before you kick them out. Or I kick them out. Right. So it's week. 14, I would say it should be now. I agree. I think this is almost today is the day. Today's the right day. Right before week 10 kicks off. Mm, Last really? day to make trades. Seems early to me. Doesn't seem early. Usually it's usually like Thanksgiving. I would say week 12. It wow, is usually later. Thanksgiving. The problem with that is it's good for the teams in contention, but it's a headache for the commissioner if you're really following this teams that are out of it shouldn't be making trades, which I agree with. So maybe the happy medium is week 11. All right, we win. Week 11. And maybe you, you go back one week if you're starting your playoffs in week 13. Yeah, now. Um, so speaking of playoffs, who are the tight ends and DSTs with the best playoff matchups? Get excited for Ben Watson. He has three top five matchups in his postseason. Uh, ben Watson, let's see. He's got Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay, and Carolina on the road, and Pittsburgh at home. So he has the best matchups. Jared Cook has Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Denver. And David Njoku has Carolina, Denver, and Cincinnati, very similar to Jared Cook. So Watson, Cook, and David Njoku. I really don't think there's anything actionable there. No, because Njoku is Njoku. And even though the last three games, really since Nick Chubb has come along, his numbers have suffered. And I noticed last week he he didn't run nearly as many routes last week. He was blocking more, which was kind of gross. And Jared Cook, he can't trust because he's a Raider. You can't trust anybody in Oakland right now. 
And Ben Watson just watched Des Bryant become a teammate of his, and that'll take away looks in the red zone. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I would like yeah, love so to Yeah, so that was a, a depressing waste of about a minute and a half right there. Well, this is actually more fun. How about the DSTs? The best DST playoff matchups. The Washington Redskins have three of the five best matchups. They have the Giants in Week 14, the Jacksonville Jaguars in Week 15, and the Tennessee Titans in Week 16. I will say one thing about Washington's defense. If they are awful Only one thing against Tampa Bay, it's going to be a couple things, maybe more than once, then I'm going to be very concerned about their defense for the same reason that we are concerned about Buffalo's defense. Mm-hmm. Because it's really hard to be a great defense with a bad, bad offense. And their offensive line is so beat up that if that offense is going to be terrible, it's going to negatively impact the defense, just like it did last week against Atlanta. You almost can't use them. You're not going to use them this week at Tampa Bay. Then they've got Houston. Then they're at Dallas. That one maybe you can serve I them think for. I'm, I'm going to use them in a couple of leagues this week against Tampa Bay. Just for the turnovers? Like, they score points, but Fitzmagic. Two sacks, two ways. turnovers. That's going to be about it. I'd, I'd be surprised if they had a big game against the Bucs. Well, so every, not going every, to hold you, every time you catch an interception, you've got that chance of running it back. So the Redskins have, have three good matchups against Kyle Lalletta, uh maybe Blake Bortles, <laughs> and <laughs> Mariota. Tennessee, the number one scoring defense. Did you guys know that? The Tennessee Titans, the number one scoring defense. I heard that in the NFL. Yeah, They have Jacksonville and the Giants and the Redskins. So they have two great matchups, plus the Redskins might be a great one too. Um, Washington and Tennessee have the best matchups to me. Um, Detroit faces they're at Arizona. Oh, Detroit's really good at Arizona, at Buffalo, and then Minnesota. You drop them in Week 16. Um, New England gets Buffalo in Week 16. They also have Miami in Week 14. Then at Pittsburgh in Week 15. The, I wasn't going to do this so early, but a lot of people are asking me, "Hey, who are the best playoff DSTs?" So Washington, Washington, Tennessee, Detroit, New England, um, Denver at San Francisco, home against Cleveland at Oakland. Now, that's, if you have Denver, you might want to figure out a way to keep in the postseason. They have good matchups. Week 13, maybe Vance Joseph at... will get fired right before the fantasy playoffs, so they'll get excited <laughs> and play hard. Maybe. Week 13, they're at Cincinnati. If A.J. Green's not back, that could be a pretty decent matchup for them. All right, so that's the Broncos. And then the Jaguars. You guys have them ranked pretty high this week, I think, the Jaguars, right? DST? I still think they're good. They haven't been that good as a fantasy DST. They have a tough matchup no. this week. But in the playoffs... At Tennessee, home against Washington, at Miami. So Jacksonville's got a good playoff schedule. And the Vikings at Miami, unfortunately at Pittsburgh in Week 15. Buffalo in Week 16. Wait, that can't be possible. Minnesota, who do they have in Week 16? They're at Detroit. Ah, uh, Yeah, I was looking at the wrong line. I'm sorry. So uh, forget, about, forget about Minnesota. They're right, ahead, they're right above New England on the spreadsheet. Um, Minnesota does have Miami in Week 15, but they don't have particularly good playoff. How about this? Coming out of the bye, Minnesota's at Chicago, then Green Bay at home, then at New England, and then at Seattle. Right. So they've got four games coming up where they're going to get challenged quite a bit. That's why I dropped them going into their bye. uh, Chicago, I could could see starting with the Vikings in Week 11, but then Green Bay, New England, Seattle, probably. I don't want to start anybody against the Bears, I don't think. The Vikings have been so good defensively lately, and now – not you think the Bears are a tough matchup? I think they'll be okay. I think you're going to start to see uh, Kyle Long's absence play a part. Maybe so. All right then. Um, let's see. We'll, we'll go. To, we'll go to the games. Let's get to the games. I'll start try to sneak in some emails at the end of the show. Um, well, here's one. Justin from the first town south of Fort Worth off I-35. <laughs> Dallas. Should I drop John Brown for Kiki QT? I would not. You could. I I think Brown probably carries more upside from week to week. Brown's a tough one because he's been so bad lately, but their schedule is amazing. amazing. Cincinnati coming out of the bye, then Oakland, both those games at home, then at Atlanta, then at Kansas City, then Tampa Bay at home. Yeah, it's the best schedule. The Ravens maybe, have maybe that takes you through to week 15. Not that you're going to start John Brown in every single one of those games. but So back to what I said at the start of the show, who would you rather have for the next like six weeks? Um Joe Flacco or Andrew Luck? Luck. I'm just kidding. Luck. Luck's not getting benched. You answered it like, like I was serious. I didn't. The delivery was all off. The Did you see the tweet is... from Jason Luck and Fora? What's that? The JLC. Oh, Harbaugh's going to get. Yeah. No, that he's speculating that Lamar Jackson could be the starter coming out oh. of their bye. Wow. All right. Uh, that would be bad for John Brown. Not reporting it, just speculating. Saying that I don't know if it would be bad for him or not. This guy can't throw. Joe Flacco? 
No, Lamar Jackson. And Joe Flacco can't throw. Uh, all right, we got a lot of questions via email, via tweet. Unfortunately, we can't answer them all, but that's why we have the Google Assistant. As we keep going through the season, more and more of you are listening, uh, are using the Google Assistant, and I love that. It's a great app, and it does a lot more than answer fantasy questions. I have the Google Assistant on my phone, which I just had to check was still in the room with, along with my wallet. You never know when I'm around these guys. Um, I actually use the Google Assistant for a lot of things, and it helps keep me organized. So download the Google Assistant uh, on your phone. Say, hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports, and then you can ask a start, sit, add, or drop question. I really enjoy using it. It's a lot of fun. It's very quick. And um, it, let's, let's uh, give a little demo here with the Google Assistant. We're going to debate Christian Kirk at Kansas City versus Anthony Miller against Detroit, and then we will let the Google Assistant settle it. Jamie, Christian Kirk or Anthony Miller? I would take Anthony Miller. Um, I just like his situation a little bit better this week. I know Allen Robinson's going to play, but Taylor Gabriel's banged up, and even with uh, everybody healthy over the last three weeks, he's been their target leader at the receiver spot. I think he's building towards something, and I like his matchup better. Uh, you know, you've seen the Lions' secondary struggle, even with Darius Slay, and I, I just think you're starting to see Miller come around a little bit more, so... I like his stability and his floor is a little bit safer, in my opinion. Heath Miller or Kirk? I'll go with Christian Kirk. Okay. I think they're going to be throwing a ton, chasing the score against the Chiefs. And uh, that offense is making some strides. And I'm a little worried with Trey Burton, Tariq Cohen, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, and all those options in Chicago. Dave, Kirk or Miller? I will go with Christian Kirk. I think that he's going to have more opportunities. We've seen him have at least six targets in three straight games. <clears throat> he's given at least 13 PPR fantasy points in three of his last four. Anthony Miller has yet to have 13 PPR fantasy points in a game this season. So Christian Kirk stands out to me as someone who's got more upside, and Heath said it. They're going to be chasing the scoreboard big time against Kansas City. All right, let's, uh, let's get the final opinion, the final word from the Google Assistant. Get the app out of my phone. Hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. Hi, this is CBS Sports, and we are using our fantasy football computer projections and expert rankings to answer your start, sit, or add, drop questions. Ask a question like, should I add Austin Eckler, or should I drop Philip Rivers? You can also ask us to choose between two players. Should I start Christian Kirk or Anthony Miller? Christian Kirk is projected for more fantasy points than Anthony Miller. Christian Kirk is also projected for more fantasy points in PPR leagues. What else would you like to know? All right, there we go. Google Assistant weighing in and helping us out here on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. It's great stuff. It's a lot of fun. Make sure you download the Google Assistant app or use Google Assistant on Android all season long by asking, Hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports, and each week we'll tackle key fantasy questions. So submit your questions at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com or at cbsfantasy on Twitter to have your questions answered next week live on HQ. And we get to the games. Arizona is at Kansas City. Stat of the game, number one. These two teams allow the most fantasy points to running backs. Okay, Arizona, Kansas City, great. Stat of the game, number two. Last seven games, wide receivers against the Chiefs. We just talked about Christian Kirk. I'm definitely starting Larry Fitzgerald in the league, the leagues I own him in. But in the last seven games against the Chiefs, only two wide receivers have scored double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR. Julian Edelman had 54 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Green had seven catches for 117 yards. Uh, I don't know if the secondary is getting better or if it's they just are. everybody's running on them. But passing games have not been great against the Chiefs uh, for a little while. What do you make of that as we just talked about Christian Kirk? Uh, is that a concern for you guys with Fitzgerald and, and Kirk? Slightly. I mean, you look at, first off, I, I think you got to buy into some of the things Byron Leftwich said this week and how the offense is going to operate and things that they're going to do and things that they did in their last game. You know, so there, there's some encouraging things for the Cardinals offense. But, you know, Josh Rosen going into Arrowhead Stadium, it's going to be a tough place to play. And these, you know, look, this isn't vintage Larry Fitzgerald. It's, it's old Larry Fitzgerald. You know, so it's not like he's going to all of a sudden dominate his opponent he's going to have a good game not a great game and Kirk has a chance to have a decent game not a, a fantastic game I think he could hit that number that, that Dave mentioned at 13 PPR points but that's not a, a must start guy by any stretch um, in terms of the Chiefs defense I mean D Ford's been playing great uh, Chris Jones has been playing great you know they have guys that are getting after the quarterback and that's helping the pass the, the secondary 
Yeah, I think that I've I've moved my perception of the Chiefs defense from a great matchup for the passing game to a neutral matchup. It is like I think it's instructive to look at who the quarterbacks they've played in their last seven games. They've played C.J. Beathard. They've played Case Keenum twice. They've played Blake Bortles. They've played Andy Dalton. They've played Baker Mayfield, and they've played Tom Brady. So they've they've played one, one definitively of those good quarterback, is not like the other, and one okay quarterback. Okay, Dalton being the okay one. Uh, that's a good point. So Larry Fitzgerald or Juju Smith-Schuster? Juju. Juju. I don't think that's close. No. Uh, I mean, in PPR, it could be close. Could be, but look, I I, I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close from an evaluation standpoint. Like, Juju certainly earned it. But there are some negative trends with Juju and positive trends for Fitzgerald. And it was a stupid question. I was trying to pick a Thursday night if, if, wide receiver. If, if Juju gets matched up with Captain Munderland tonight, he's going to have a monster day. Well, he will when he lines up in the slot. That's right. what Carolina does. Yeah. And Juju plays in the slot quite a bit. And in uh, defense of you, Adam, I only had them six spots apart in PPR. So it's... There's, I shouldn't have... It's, it's definitive, right. but it's kind of close. Fitzgerald, Funches, Christian Kirk. How do you rank them? That's not close. Fitzgerald's much better than those guys. Okay. Fitzgerald, Kirk, Funches. Well, yeah, that was it. Was the Kirk? Yes. <laughs> Fitzgerald. Yeah, why don't you just ask Kirk Fitzgerald, Kirk, Funches? Uh, all right, we'll get we'll get more Fitzgerald comparisons. By the way, your stats of the game have been awesome the last couple of weeks. Oh, well, thank you. Really great job. Thank you very much. You do I a lot of hard work it. for us. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, starter said David Johnson. You're going to start him. Start. That yeah. this is where Kansas City's defense is still poor. David so David Johnson or James White. I'm still going white over Johnson, white. Yep. even with Sony Michelle there. In non-PPR? Yeah. Yep. Okay. But it's tough to sit David Johnson this week. Chiefs allow 5.2 yards per carry to running backs. And uh, a little, little, to say the least, a little vulnerable in the passing game, the running backs as well. And David Johnson, I think he had four catches last week. Uh, that's it for Arizona. Nobody's starting Josh Rosen. Mahomes is number one for Dave and Jamie, number three for Heath. Chiefs are easy. Now, now... I just want to say, Arizona does allow the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. No quarterback has scored more than 23 fantasy points against the Cardinals in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. Is Mahomes going to be worth the DFS price? No. No, no. I don't think he's going to be worth the DFS price. But he's, but he's still not a most weeks anyway. Now, Mayfield—sorry, uh, not Mayfield. The Browns were also doing very well against quarterbacks last week, and Mahomes carved them up, so— yeah, it's is. not because of the matchup. It's just because Aaron Rodgers is cheaper than he is, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be better than he is. <laughs> uh, Star Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, kind of Juju Smith-Schuster-like. Tyreek Hill has five to eight fantasy points in non-PPR in five of his last seven games, and he's never been a huge catch guy. His other two games were 12 fantasy points, which is good, and 32 fantasy points, which is why it's tough to ever bench Tyreek Hill. If you, imagine if you benched him for that Patriots game. Um, but... You know, what do you think here? The Cardinals are are pretty good against the passing game. Is Tyreek Hill? It's a stupid question. I know everybody's going to start him, but he's ah. the number three wide receiver in non PPR, the number four wide receiver in PPR. But it's so it's so deceiving. He has bad games. He is. He has a lot of bad games, and most of them are at home. Arizona has held Robert Woods, Cup, Allen Robinson, the Seattle wide receivers, Diggs, Demarius Thomas to eight or fewer fantasy points. In non-PPR. He also could be getting somewhat of a target boost if Sammy Watkins doesn't play. Mm-hmm. That's true. If Sammy Watkins does play, start or sit? Start. Right. Watkins? Yeah. Number three receiver. Watkins or Fitzgerald, and then Watkins or Kirk? Fitzgerald, and then Watkins. And then right. Kirk. I'm assuming we're talking PPR. I'd go Fitzgerald, Watkins, Kirk. Start Kelsey, and how much do you like the Chiefs DST? Chiefs DST is okay. This is, a, this is a tough week for DSTs, so I think they register as a good one. You think it's a tough week for DSTs? I think it's a tough week for DSTs. I had a hard time coming up with I thought there was a lot of great streamers this week. Uh, I, think that, I think that it's a uh, it's kind of a weird week for DST, is what I'd say, because there's some that I want would normally want to start that I don't this week, and um, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, yeah, this will be a fun game because the, the Cardinals have some impressive stats, but like they haven't allowed a touchdown to a tight end in six straight games including Burton, Kittle, and Rudolph. So, obviously, we'll start Kelsey, but we'll, well, I guess we'll see uh, how good this Cardinals defense is. All they have to do is be respectable. New England at Tennessee, stat of the game number one. All right, listen, uh, Sony Michelle owners. Alex Collins is the only running back to score double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR against the Titans on rushing totals alone. Michelle barely catches passes, maybe one a game. 
Um, Collins is the only running back to score a rushing touchdown against Tennessee. <laughs> Again, it's funny. I use these stats, and everybody's going to start Sony Michelle. But Michelle, is he coming off an injury against what looks like a tough matchup? Is he a must-start? No, I don't think he's an absolute must-start. I think he's more of a number-two fantasy running back. But this is another position where there are some question marks with some guys that you know we can make the argument for, from Jordan Howard to Tevin Coleman to Tariq Cohen to even Leonard Fournette. And Michelle is kind of in that group. I think I would start every one of those guys you just said over Sonny Michelle. Really interesting. Why? Um, I'm a little. I mean, there's a little bit of concern coming back in his first game back from injury. Tennessee has been very good defensively, even if it's because of some good matchups. And um, and PPR, I like most of those guys. Okay, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's like around tenth for you guys. Thirteenth for Dave. Eleventh for Heath. Tenth for Jamie. Tennessee allows the fourth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. Have they faced good ones? Well, Wentz scored 23. Uh, Rivers scored 24 fantasy points. Watson scored 26 fantasy points. Luck or Brady? I have luck higher. Brady, I'm actually a little nervous about now that Michelle's back. I have Brady one spot higher. They're 11, 12, and Drew Brees is right behind them. I would would take Brady also, but it's close. One spot for me, too. Both uh, Thursday guys over Brady? Yes. Yes. Standard scoring leagues, you starting James White or Sony Michelle? White. 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 You starting Sony Michelle or Deion Lewis? Revenge game. Lewis. 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 Oh, you guys like Lewis, huh? He's he's I he's the feature back. It looks like. Yeah. So look, Titans allow the second fewest points to running backs, four yards per carry. I I'm sure they're not that good, but <laughs> but you gotta give him credit. Uh Cordero Patterson's gonna be a sit. Yes. If Michelle plays, yes. If Michelle plays. 28% owned. Uh, all right. The Patriots wide receivers. Jamie, thoughts there on Gordon and Edelman? Must plays. Especially if Gronk's out. I mean, Gordon was fantastic last week. By the way, if you get a chance to watch Bill Belichick mic'd up, is fantastic. Really? Why? Uh, well, he's just very stoic, as you would imagine. But it's funny, like, hearing him talk to the team, talk to the officials. Mm-hmm. Um going around during the game, but one play in particular was the, if you recall Gordon's touchdown, it looked as if he overthrew Edelman. Yep. And Brady comes to the sideline and Belichick says, who is that going to? Like, <laughs> he questioned him. And he's like, Josh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, it, it, it's a fun four minutes. Oh, he must have loved being mic'd up. I bet he was really excited about it. I wonder that. if he's always that respectful to the officials and everybody on the sidelines. I'm assuming yes, but... Probably not when he's angry. Uh, but even when he was angry, he was, you know, when he was yelling with the official. I don't know if you, did you watch the thing. I did not. Um, he, there was one. I guess he ran down the the sideline to try and call a timeout and didn't. Mm-hmm. And they said you can't do that. And he said, "It's a key moment in the game. I want to see what the formation was. I I have this problem all the time with the officials. I forget the exact exchange, but um, it was it was cordial. It wasn't like he was cursing them out. Yeah. That's cool. Pulling a Tom Coughlin. Yep. Uh, all right. So he also called. Uh, he said to Aaron Rodgers, "It was." Uh, Rogers came over to him at the end of the game and said, you're the best. He goes, you know, you're the best. And it was like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Tennessee allows the fewest fantasy points to tight ends. If Gronkowski plays, would you consider sitting him? It depends on who you have. If if Gronk is your only tight end, and a lot of people drafted Gronk and they're getting by with streamers, I would probably start him over most of the streaming bunch. Yeah, but if you have O.J. Howard, you're playing him. If you have George Kittle, you're playing him. Sure. Now, remember I said they've only faced one good tight end this year, and Ertz had 10 catches for 112 yards. Uh, all right, Mariota. Starter sit Mariota. He's in the streaming conversation, but he's not as good as Baker or Eli. Okay. I'm not, I'm not buying in after one game against Dallas. Uh, 30% owned, Mariota. <coughs> Mariota. <clears throat> We're going to sit Derrick Henry, I assume. He's 66% owned. He has scored a rushing touchdown in, I think, two straight games. He has. Who cares? Okay. He just he, – he, the number one thing that we saw from the Titans coming out of their bye was their dedication to Deion Lewis in the offense. Derrick Henry barely played. Yeah, so Deion Lewis is going to be a popular player. Uh, Deion Lewis or Marlon Mack? I have Lewis uh, one spot higher. I like Lewis better. Deion Lewis or Leonard Fournette? Lewis. Lewis. David Johnson or Lewis? Lewis. Lewis. I've got Johnson higher than Lewis one spot. Deion Lewis or Tyler Boyd? The Patriots have been awful against pass-catching running backs. That's true. Um, Tyler Boyd or or Deion Lewis? 
Ooh. Uh, Lewis. I'll take Lewis. I think I'd take Boyd and PPR. Kenny Galladay or Deion Lewis? Deion Lewis. Lewis. All right, I think we are done with our Deion Lewis segment here. As long as he's healthy, he's a must-start. Corey Davis or Ben Watson? Corey Davis. Just kidding. kidding. I was trolling Heath. Is it close? Because, I mean, you know, Davis had a good game last week. Should have had a touchdown. Uh, He's their guy. Ten targets last week. Yeah, I would take Davis over Watson. I forget Watson. I was just messing around. <laughs> You're just just trolling me. Davis or Christian Kirk? I'll take Kirk. Kirk. Um, I will take Davis, but they are right in the same conversation. Number, Number three threes. receivers. All right, Patriots DST. Eighth for Jamie. Fifth for Dave. 20th for Heath. The Patriots DST. Not feeling it? I'm not particularly excited about them. I may be a little bit too low. Titans allow the third most fantasy points to DSTs. I just wonder if this is a different Titans offense coming out of the bye. They're just going to be better now with kind of what we were hoping for. Well, I think they're definitely somewhat different. I don't. The question to answer this week is if they're as different as they looked last week. But Marcus Mariota can now feel all of his fingers. That like when your quarterback can feel your fingers versus when he cannot feel his fingers, by definition, makes you a different offense. <laughs> and they're using Deion Lewis as a feature back as opposed to plotting with Derrick Henry. Colts are going to smash the Jaguars. They're going to win by double digits. That's a really stupid prediction. They're just not that good. I probably shouldn't say that. You said that out loud into a microphone. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make that call. Jacksonville didn't have us. Yes, go ahead. I completely and entire. There are two teams this week that are favored that I think should not be favored. They're favored by three points, and I think both of them are going to lose, and the Colts are one of them. And the other is? Uh, The 49ers. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I like that. Respect. I knew you'd like that. Uh, Bortles. Dave, you don't have him ranked. Heath and Jamie have Bortles like 16th. Yeah, that's great. Dave hates Blake Bortles. <laughs> Are we sure he's even going to play four quarters? Yes. There is that downside. Colts have allowed three rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks. That Blake Bortles help. is a and rushing quarterback. He scored quarterback. two of them in the last five games against them. Two rushing touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Is Blake Bortles, what, the number two rushing quarterback in the NFL? No, I think he's like five, actually. I looked that up. Maybe per game. Um, uh, he might be. But I think his yards per carry might be the best. Yards he per is fourth in total rushing yards, and one of those quarterbacks has played one more game than him. So he's behind Cam and Trubisky. Okay, so Bortles or Eli? Bortles. Eli. Bortles. Bortles or uh, Dave's going to say the other guy. So Dave, the sh- <laughs> Bortles or Baker Mayfield? Uh, Mayfield. Bortles. <laughs> Leonard Fournette, star, oh, uh, Jacksonville running backs, break it down. Break it down. Uh, Fournette's a number two guy, closer to a flex than PPR. And I think Yeldon can still be a flex in PPR. I would not play Carlos Hyde. I think those. That's exactly how I feel. I think Fournette's a low end number two guy in both formats. I don't. I don't particularly like him. This looks like a good matchup. The Colts, their last uh, four games, they've allowed 4.9 yards per carry or more to like the team running backs. And pass-catching running backs, there have been four they're running number backs? Two. They're number two in the NFL and receptions allowed to running backs. Oh, okay. Uh, Mixon, Thompson, James White, and Jalen Richard all had five or more catches, 50 or more yards. Um, so, yeah, I think we really need to spend more time on Leonard Fournette. Like, you start Deion Lewis over him, you start Marlon Mack over him, like, what I, do you expect from Leonard Fournette? How many carries? I think he's going to be touchdown dependent, and I think he would get at maximum 14 carries. I have way too many tabs open, but I'm trying to tell you exactly what I expect for Leonard Fournette. Um, our resident Jacksonville guy, Pete Frisco Drink, um, thinks, and he said all along, right? Because I ask him every yep. show. 65%. 60, 60 65%. Yep. I think he's kind of gone in between there of the, of the carries. So if they're playing with a lead or in a competitive game, uh, 14 to 18, I'd say, is probably the number. If they're chasing points, I'd say 14, what they've said, is the high. I've got him for around 15 to 16 touches for 60 to 70 yards. Okay. And so Yeldon has an opportunity, if the game script is right, to be pretty good in PPR. I think you look at what his game was last, their last game against Philadelphia, where I think he had two carries and five or six catches. I forget exactly what it was. That's what you expect. Now, will he score touchdowns on top of it? I mean, he scored, I think, Five receiving touchdowns in the season? Two carries and seven catches for 83 yards. Yep. Yeah, that I, I think that's high, but I would say five catches is probably safe. Like, I would put him exactly what we've talked about, Jalen Richard, all along. That's what I would peg for 
for TJ Yeldon on a good day. He's 11 a, PPR points, I think, is well within reach. Sorry. Uh, he's had at least five catches, four of his last six games, and in three of those four, he's had at least six catches. He's, he's there but that, that's as, back. That, most of those are as the featured guy, though. Sure, but it doesn't really matter. I think that he's going to be in that role. Yeah, no, I think, I think Jacksonville made it clear when they traded for Carlos Hyde that they don't want to put Leonard Fournette in a big role anymore. I think They're going to have him split. It does matter a little bit, like... Fournette's going to get two to four targets. They're not going to be on third down, and they're not going to be if they're chasing points. TJ Eldon had three catches in each of the first two games he played with Leonard Fournette this and, year. And I also think you're looking at it as the, if the offense looks like what it did against Philadelphia, where not a lot of throws down the field, safe targets for Bortles, Yeldon's going to have a big day. All right. Uh, are you starting any Jacksonville wide receivers? Not if I don't have to. Westbrook and Moncrief are both flexes, but you don't feel good about it. And the Moncrief revenge game. Oh, nice. oh yes. Our, our, our colleague George Maselli brought that up. That yes, he, he came that, over to me to tell me that they'll feature George, they'll feature Dante Moncrief and someone game. else too, who's playing in like his hometown. Was a, there were two receivers. Moncrief was one of them. If I remember the other one, I will uh, make sure that we get that. We in. did learn that Derrick Henry's from Jacksonville. Derrick Henry is from Jacksonville. Yes, we played uh, name that player, and one of my clues was from the sit from. Keep this from the city that was happy to see Pete Prisco leave drink. <laughs> and Pete took that to mean someone born in Jacksonville. And that was Derrick Henry? Well, the, answer, the answer was, was, was TJ Eldon. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Uh, Andrew Luck is 11th for Jamie, 8th for Dave, and 12th for Heath. So, um, you know, he's not an amazing start this week. Six point for passion touchdown leagues, 22-ish fantasy points. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I, I think the only streaming type of guy would be Fitzpatrick. Okay. Uh, yeah, except, you know, well, we, who, do we, who are our three quarterbacks, Heath? We have Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, and... Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz. So who I'd are we starting, Wentz. Wentz? Oh, we're starting Wentz. Okay. Uh, Marlon Mack. Expectations. I uh, think he'll lead there. I think he'll get more, a higher percentage of touches in the Colts run game than Leonard Fournette will in Jacksonville's. I think yeah. he's going to be their primary guy. We saw that before the bye week. I hate that he's banged up and on the injury report now. But I'll get used to that all season long. Yeah, yeah, but when he plays, he's really good. And Jacksonville's run defense, I don't see a magic bullet coming for them to get better just because they're coming well, off of a bye. They're pretty good. 17 but, but, touches, 80-ish yards. So there have been four running backs that have had big workloads against Jacksonville, 18 to 24 carries. And that's what we've seen from Mac the last two weeks. He's had 24. 19 carries and 25 carries. Those four running backs were Barkley, Hunt, Zeke, and Lamar Miller. All four of them had 18 to 24 carries. All four of them scored 14 or more fantasy points in non-PPR. Big games against the Jaguars. It's, a simp- it's simple, right? You get a lot of carries, you're going to do well. And hopefully the Colts will be ahead, or at least competitive, and uh, Mack will get his carries. T.Y. Hilton. Is this a tough call for you guys? T.Y. Hilton, Jamie. Of course. Very tough. What do you do? I mean, look, he's played in this lot a lot, so that helps, but you've seen... The last two games for the Jaguars, especially with Boye out, Ramsey has traveled with the number one guy. Hopkins scored on him. He shut down Alshon Jeffrey. So I think Hilton's a borderline starter. I have him just outside my top 24. I'm not benching him in most leagues, most cases. But I think there are scenarios where he could be on your bench. His last four games against Jalen Ramsey's Jaguars, 10, 9, 2, 11. Fantasy points? In non-PPR. non-PPR? That's pretty good. It's low-end number two receiver-ish. Which is where I have him ranked. Okay. Uh, Fitzgerald or Hilton? Fitzgerald and PPR. I would take Hilton on PPR, Fitzgerald PPR. Sure. For, Fournette or Hilton? I'd gamble on the upside of Fournette and on PPR. PPR, I'd take Hilton. Okay. Uh, the tight ends, Ebron and Doyle. Who do you like better? Doyle. 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 Travis Kelsey, the only tight end with more than 35 yards against the Jaguars. So are you getting away from these guys this week? No. I think if you have to get away from one of them, it's Ebron you get away from. You just look at his numbers. When Doyle has played, he gets fewer targets. He gets fewer catches, fewer yards. He's been totally reliant on the touchdown. And he scored in all those games. Yeah, he has Every scored single in all one. one. And so that's what it well, comes down three. to. It's not <laughs> Will he or won't he score? Uh, and, yeah. And I just don't want to take that chance if I don't have to, whereas Doyle, I, I think he just has his role locked in in this offense. He's going to get a bunch of targets. And he'll cobble together 60, 70 yards as a floor. So would you start uh, Vance McDonald over either of them? I would Over not. Ebron, yes. Over Ebron. Uh, okay, would you start Uzama over them? No. I no. would start him over Ebron. All right. 
So yeah. you're even colder on Ebron than I am. Yep. Uh, the Colts DST. Anybody hear me? I kind of burp right there? No. no. Oh, okay, good. Is this like the time where you did the podcast on the toilet and they heard the <laughs> toilet in the back? No, I, uh, that was my water bottle, and it went like, bloop, and it sounded like... Sounded like something. Something dropped. Something else. Yeah. Uh, Colts DST. Has your, uh, has your son um, peeped you yet pooping? No. No? Apple hasn't fallen from the tree. No, not yet. No. <laughs> he's, he's got some years. Oh, I had a be- oh, you missed a really good stat of the game for the Chiefs game. What? They are 9-0 and on coin tosses this year and went 3-0 and in the preseason. Wow. Their last 12 straight coin tosses they've won. That's pretty good. Patrick now, I know who says it's the most nervous he is in the entire game. I know who to bet on uh, for the coin. T- I always bet the coin toss in the Super Bowl, so I'll bet on the Chiefs. Uh, stat of the game for the Chargers and the Raiders. The Chargers, this was a tough one to find a stat of the game for because basically it's like Raiders suck, Chargers good. Um, Chargers have allowed a touchdown to a tight end in four of their last five games. But in that five-game stretch, Jared Cook was a total dud. He had four catches for 20 yards. Uh, Jared Cook or Jack Doyle? Doyle. Doyle. I have no faith in any Raiders. Yeah, can we can we knock this game out quickly? Start any Raiders? Jalen Richard in PPR, I think, is still okay. How about Martin? No. Martin He's flex. a bye week replacement. He's a flex. Martin or Fournette? Fournette. Fournette. Martin or Valdez Scantling? Valdez Scantling. Valdez Scantling. MVS. Martin or Hilton? TY. TY. Yeah. Okay. Uh no car. Anybody with a pulse and upside is better than Doug Martin. Phillip Rivers is a top-four quarterback. He doesn't throw a lot, but he scored 25 fantasy points on 27 pass attempts in the first meeting. So you're going to start Rivers over, like, Wentz? Breeze? Yep, yep. Okay, Rivers is a must-start guy. Uh, Start Melvin Gordon. I'm going to go out on a limb. Start Keenan Allen. What about Austin Eckler, and what about the Williams? The Williams brothers, who aren't brothers. Williams brothers are desperation flexes. I think Tyrell's an okay third receiver. I'm nervous about Eckler. Yeah, in both directions. Like this could be a game where they're ahead thirty-five-zero at halftime, and he gets a bunch of work in the second half. But they but, haven't really done that. Like I think they like keeping Eckler in a limited role, kind of like the Redskins did with Chris Thompson. And I, I think he just he gets what he gets. Well, they did right it around Buffalo, right? Right around twelve touches. Have Only, they had a big time blowout since then. I mean, they were up uh, no, five ten. Like you expect Seattle. him to have a bunch of snaps or a bunch of uh, touches in the game where Melvin didn't play in London, and I think he. Yeah, he did. He had like sixteen carries. Yeah, and... I mean, he didn't have twenty. I, I just think I think they like to limit him. They had very little time of possession in that game, but it doesn't matter. You know, they, Melvin Gordon didn't play in that game. Um, Eckler is going to be a guy I think that's going to have one of the biggest dis- differences between ownership percentage and start percentage. Uh, he's owned in 88% of leagues, and I think he's going to be started in the in the 30s maybe. Would you go with uh, TJ Yeldon, Jalen Richard, Doug yes. Martin over over yeah. Eckler? I would. All right. Uh, he, he, needs, he needs one of two things to happen. Big play, which yep. has happened to him against the Raiders last time, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a 44-yard touchdown catch, I think. Or just a ton of work, and I would lean more toward the, the former than the latter. All right, three games left. Uh, Chargers DST is a must-start. Top three, number one for two of our analysts. Buffalo is at the Jets. Stat of the game. You guys are going to Times Square tomorrow. Times Square used to be called Long Acre Square, according to NYCGo.com. Could you feed pigeons? Why did the name change to Times Square? Uh, Because um, Long Acre was a really weird name. Because the New York Times moved to Long Acre Square. It became Times Square. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. Cool little fact. Starter sit. Anyone in this game. <laughs> Bills, Jets. Shady's uh, borderline okay. number two. Yeah. I mean, Chris Ivory's not going to play. So that should help him. Maybe this is the game. Maybe this is the game for McCoy. His they one just game. gave an old running back against the Jets 20 carries. Has he scored a touchdown this year? No. Nope. It's time. All right. Let's Predict do it. it. Uh, there it is. McCoy scores a touchdown this week. And I actually, I actually believe it. Bonanza? <laughs> I actually believe that LeSean McCoy is going to score a touchdown. You're going to do the Bonanza today, right? I should do the Bonanza today, shouldn't I? Yeah. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, Crowell, any interest? I don't mind him. Flex. Number two running back. Crowell or, or McCoy? I actually think I have Crowell ranked ahead of McCoy. I have McCoy ranked higher. I'll take Crowell in non-PPR, McCoy in PPR. Chris Herndon. How do you feel about him? 59% owned. He's... 
once again, if you're struggling to replace Gronk or you're streaming tight ends, he's somebody that you could turn to. I just wonder with the quarterback change, because he had there was a lot of talk in the preseason about the connection that he had with Sam Darnold, and it took a while for it to manifest in the regular season. But I, I wonder if he, like we may see more Robbie Anderson if he plays than Herndon. In target point that that McConnell challenges the ball down the field. If there's yeah, one, that's what he does. If there's one person in either passing game that you'd start in this Bills Jets game, who would it be? Robbie Anderson, if he plays. Yeah, or I don't know if Anderson's out. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can pick a little bonanza here. What we got. I think this is the game, Adam. <laughs> Bills Jets. You should do it. Tonight. Bless this game tonight. To- oh, a Thursday bonanza! I don't think I've ever done that before. Look at Thursday you. Bonanza. So, yeah, it's on. Thursday Bonanza. Ding, 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 uh, I don't have the music. Ding, I have the music. Sing it. It's in, it's in We're allowing you to sing. Carolina at Pittsburgh on Thursday Bonanza. All right, cool. Thank so you, guys. We, how many of the four receivers do you need for this to be a Bonanza? Two. Two? Any two? No, you need. But we need no, I think it's got to be three. No, we need Olsen. All right, so you got not both, even starting them. Both quarterbacks. Both quarterbacks. Both running both backs. running backs. Olsen. Okay, fine. Olsen and both receivers for the Steelers. You get it. Out of no, you get out it right of, there. Hold on. Out of three, out of six receivers and tight ends, you need three. Three or four. Yeah, three for sure. Four is you like need, a you no doubt. You need the two guys from Pittsburgh and someone from Carolina. Yeah, but maybe Vance McDonald gets in there too. It's the best okay. matchup in fantasy. Okay, very very excited about the Bonanza. Two more games. More fun than the Bills and the Jets. Saints at the Bengals. Stat of the game. In four games against teams with, in, in what in my opinion, have multiple good wide receivers. The Bengals have allowed double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR to eight wide receivers. And seven or more fantasy points in non-PPR to ten wide receivers. So that's a fancy way of saying when the Bengals face good passing games, good passing attacks, wide receivers do really, really well against them. So Dez is a must-start this week. Is Dez or Traquan Smith worth starting this week? And now that I give that stat, I feel like I'm going to look like such an idiot for what I said about Dez Bryant earlier. I don't think Dez is going to play. No. Okay, okay, good. I wouldn't think so. So Traquan Smith. I don't think he's going to play well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I would include – I wouldn't include the Saints as a team that has two good – uh, two good fantasy well, I, wide I think receivers. Traquan is going to be a guy that is going to be a home road type of player. The Mar- how about a yeah. player that gets like four targets a game? Like that's the right. player that he's going to end up being. Just not a lot of work. The touchdown. The problem with the Saints is what? What are they going to do offensively? Because they could, looks like against the Bengals they can do whatever they want. And what we've seen so far outdoors is they want to just run the ball and get out of there and go back inside. Not just outdoors, <laughs> but on the road. They did it against go Minnesota. Back What's that? They did it against Minnesota. It's not yeah. just. That's uh, with Mark Ingram back, you know, except the Rams game, which was a different story. Um, Ingram is always going to be a tough call. Starter sit this week. Start. Dr- dreadful run defense, the, the Bengals, 4.9 yards per yeah, game. Yeah, they've had a lot of injuries that have hurt them. But nevertheless, Ingram is still somebody that I look at as a touchdown or bust option. Fournette or Ingram? I have Fournette higher. I'll take Ingram. I mean, Ingram did have 90 total yards two weeks ago. Yeah, that was the Vikings game. Mm-hmm. I will take Ingram. Ingram or Jarvis Landry? Ingram. Landry. Uh, take Landry. Regardless of format. Golden Tate or Mark Ingram? Ingram. Uh, Ingram, non-PPR, Tate, PPR. Tate, Tate, regardless of format. Tate destroyed the Cowboys the last time he faced them. Oh, he's facing him twice in the same season. Three huh? times. He's going to end season. up, yeah, three times. Oh, right. Yeah. How about that? That's cool. And he had two touchdowns in that game. Um, 132 yards on eight catches. All right. Kamara start. Breeze. Breeze is in like the luck area. Is, is Right? Yes. Who's better? Uh, oh, he's a little behind? Yeah. All right. I mean, it's not doing matchup. It does it, right, because no. it is a great matchup. They allow the fourth most fantasy points to the quarterbacks. Uh, so, yeah, so you're just thinking they don't throw that much. I, I think it's the same thing. I'll say the same thing about Breeze I said about Luck. Fitzpatrick's the only non-usual starter that I would play over. But if I had a team with Breeze and Trubisky, I would start Trubisky. See, I still start Breeze, but I, I, I understand your point. Uh, Bengals. Can't trust Dalton? Nope. No. Yeah. He just... And again, such a great matchup, too. Yeah. Uh, so, Tyler Boyd, 
like elite, w- elite this week or what? I do want to go back to Dalton real quick. If you have a team where you have Cousins and Dalton or Watson and Dalton, there are not any streamers I would start over Dalton. I'd start I'd Mayfield go, over. I would go Baker Mayfield for sure. I think I'd go. I think I go Eli over him too. I would play Bortles and Eli over him. Okay, what do we think about um, Tyler Boyd? We talked about Mixon earlier Story. in the show. He's top twelve guy. Uh, just if you're interested in the seven games, I think it was that AJ Green missed at the end of 2016. Dalton had two over 20, one at 20, one at 25. I think he averaged though like 17 fantasy points a game. Jamie, you and I so simpatico. I did that research for the Tuesday show when you weren't here, and I'm scrambling through my notes to find I'm it. I'm going to tell you in a second. Uh, he averaged 241 passing yards. He had seven touchdowns in six games. So that's what I had. Uh, okay, New Orleans, uh, bad against quarterbacks, good against running backs, bad against wide receivers, so we like Tyler Boyd quite a bit. And the thing I really like about Boyd is we I expect, based on the time that Green missed in the past, Boyd's going to stay in the slot. I don't think they'll move him outside because there's lots of place to attack the Saints' defense. Uh, would you? Which tight end would you stream in this game? Watson. Because um, Cincinnati's so bad against tight ends. Yeah. And I, New Orleans is actually good. New Orleans is great. That, although, last week, the Rams threw their tight ends more in that game than they had in the last month. Gerald Everett and Tyler, Tyler Higby had 90 yards. Okay. Um, no. Okay. So, what's, it, what's your answer, Heath? Uzama. Uzama. Dave, Uzama! break a tie. Watson. Watson. And Dave and Jamie are interested in starting the Saints DST. 20% owned. They're about 10th. Heath, not so much. Nope. Atlanta is at Cleveland. I do not have a stat of the game. Heath, could you look something up about Cleveland, maybe? I, I will have a stat of the game very shortly for you. Cannot wait. Uh, all right, Matt Ryan is top four. That secondary is beat up, so you heard that one a little bit earlier. Uh, the Atlanta running backs, Coleman and Ito Smith, thoughts? I think Coleman's a must-start guy, and, and Smith is uh, flex. I kind of hate to say it with Coleman, but last week he was outstanding. Looked really good. Last two games. I'm hoping, yeah, sure, last two games he's looked really good. Stat of the game, stat of the game. Jarvis Landry has averaged 10.6 targets per game over his last five games with Baker Mayfield, he has scored more than six points in non-PPR once. It's unbelievable. He gets so many targets, and he's had such good matchups, and he can't do anything. I think this is the week because Atlanta's been terrible against slot receivers. Awful. It's not even close. Juju scored against him. Adam Humphreys had 82 yards on four targets. Sterling Shepard had five catches for 167 yards. Tyler Boyd. Maurice went. Harris last week <laughs> it's had true. 10 They're catches so for bad. 124 yards. So Tyler bad. Boyd went for 11 for 100. Michael Thomas spent times in the slot, 10 for 129. You go back to week one. Remember the, the great Nelson Aguilar game? Eight for 33. Right. I mean, they just, they just cannot <laughs> cover slot guys. Yeah, all right. I, I, I agree with you, Dave. I think this is a big week for Jarvis. Tevin Coleman or Jarvis Landry? Coleman and non-PPR, Landry PPR. I'll go Tevin. I'll go Tevin and non-Jarvis and full PPR. Uh, I'm going to use Landry and FanDuel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's not going to be popular. So is Landry the second best wide receiver in this game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he is. No, I he's the Calvin... best. Hmm? <laughs> yes. Well, is he better than Calvin Ridley? Yes. Right. I'm not sure he's better than Calvin Ridley in non-PPR. All I right. think Ridley's upside in, P- in non-PPR is higher than Landry's, but I'm still going to I shouldn't have saved this game for last. This is a really good fantasy game. It should be. You know? like should be. If it weren't for Thursday. Could bonanza? bonanza? Maybe. It could be. How about Make this bonanza? your Sunday bonanza. Junior bonanza. Nah, it's okay. You just got to stick with one. You bonanza don't want to the bonanza. bonanza um, Mayfield as a streamer. How high do you guys have Mayfield ranked? 15. I think I'm 19. He's had at least 21 fantasy points in two of his last three. The Falcons have allowed at least 21 fantasy points to six of their last seven. He's also had at least 21 point fantasy points in two of his last ever. <laughs> that is true. That's true. But he's getting better. <laughs> uh, I, I think Mayfield is uh, top 15 this week. All right. Nick Chubb or Tevin Coleman? Chubb. Chubb. Chubb, Chubb. Chubb or Mixon? I have Mixon higher. I believe I have Mixon higher as well. Mixon. But Chubb is like must start, right? How did we not talk about this? Oh, Le'Veon Bell had an upside down tweet. Two. Two of them. I didn't see what they said. 
because I'm not like a vampire. I don't sleep upside down. Uh, it's about worrying about yourself. I'm not apologizing for what I believe is right for myself, family, and the, no. And then he the basically street. said, finished it with, if you've read all of this, then you're proving my point. Oh, well, I didn't read all of it, so I'm not proving his point. Um, would you start Antonio Callaway or Mohamed Sanu? Uh, Sanu and PPR if I'm stuck. I would not. What do you tell Edo Smith owners? Start him if you're really in a bind at running back. He'll get you 10 touches. It's about what he's been getting. David Njoku or Austin Hooper? Njoku. Hooper. Njoku. Are either of them top 12 guys? Njoku is. Both. I think I know I have Hooper in the top 12. I'm not sure if I have Njoku in the top 5 or not. They kind of stink, right? Like We're not excited about that. They are tight ends. Yeah. Uh, Falcons DST, anyone? I don't mind them. Now that they've got Bruce Irvin, their pass rush went from average to above average. And I'm, I guess I'm being polite. And the they'll, they'll sack, they'll sack, some issues. They'll sack Mayfield. I mean, as we saw last week, they'll the Chiefs, probably get an interception. The Chiefs well. DST was okay. Not great. I think that's it. How did we go so long? Man, so long. Well, it's because you're wordy, and we had to stop a few times. Well, that didn't... You, you always like to interrupt Heath. I've got one thing to say about the Washington defense. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, I get the joke. Yeah, my bad. I'm trying to read upside down tweets. Lost my mind a little bit. We're out of here. Uh, go to the Friday night tailgate. Did you see that one upside down tweet, though? That said, gotta go by. Yes, I just I couldn't tell what it said. For Jamie, for Dave, for Heath, I'm Adam. Uh, na, 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 na. Yeah.